Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We've got an announcement for you on the Five Reasons Sports Network. We have another watch party. Now, ignore the fact that we are 0-4 in watch parties. We've seen the Dolphins lose twice, the Heat lose, and the Hurricanes lose. It'll turn around we, at some point, Ethan. We're it'll turn around one. at some We're point. We're going to win one. Probably not this Thursday night, but Thursday night, Thursday night at Township in Fort Lauderdale. Now, this is a new restaurant. It's right where Riverfront is. It's on the corner of Las Olas and Andrews. If you're familiar with Tilted Kilt, it's in that space, and they've really done a nice job with it. And we've got drink specials. We've got food specials. We've got beer specials. We've got pretzel specials. they got 20% off their great pretzels all night long. And we're going to have giveaways. So we're going to be giving away five reasons hats. We're going to be giving away Miami Heat Beat shirts. We're going to have hosts there. We're going to be giving away Devontae Parker for a conditional seventh-round pick if you get there early enough to give us that seventh-round pick. So come out to Township. We're going to get out there starting at around 7 o'clock. It's going to be a great crowd. They've got big, big TVs. It's a great space. Hosts from a lot of the different podcasts in our network. We can complain about the Dolphins together, drink, eat, and win free stuff. Welcome to Three Yards Per Carry, a podcast covering the Miami Dolphins and the NFL. Now, here's your hosts, Chris, Alf, and Simon. And we're on. Thank you for listening. This is Three Yards Per Carry. We're done. I, I said I started with thank you for listening. That was weird. Um, but I am your host, Chris Kaufman, and I'm here with Alf Artiaga. We are not here with Simon Clancy because he is out holidaying around the uh, United States, uh, different, uh, different locations, different games that he's going to be seeing, different, uh, he's going to go to the Hall of Fame. We, we read his, uh, his schedule. It was, it was very uh, jealousy producing. Uh, and we, you know, wish him all the worst. Um, so anyway, he's not here. We are, and, uh, and I'm a little bit pissed off. So this uh, upcoming game better be good because I'm missing some stuff to do this podcast. And, um, you know, not like cocaine and hookers, but, you know, and, and I'm not talking about the Toto concert, although I am missing the Toto concert uh, here in the Tampa Bay area. Tell us, tell us about what we've got going tomorrow night for the Miami Dolphins game against the Houston Texans on Thursday night football. Well, we have a, a watch party at Township Fort Lauderdale, and it's at 219 South Andrews Avenue. And you can come down there and watch me drink beer. And they have domestic buckets for $19. They have import buckets for 25 and I was looking at their menu, and they have some really, really appetizing things. Like, they have a tarpon burger, which is melted cheddar with tomato, lettuce, onion, pickle, mayo, mustard. You could add bacon to it. Does that sound appetizing to you? We've done – we've turned into a full-on commercial for this place. Um, yes. Actually, and I was just going to say that uh, – that, uh, I, I was a fighting tarpon all through high school. Uh, that was my high school mascot. It is the strangest mascot to have. But um, but uh, I take offense by this uh, to this uh, tarpon burger uh, because those poor tarpons. <laughs> well, it's you know it's it's a tough fish, and have you ever gone fishing for one? Yes, it is. Go find a tarpon. Yeah, they they put up a hell of a fight. But I'm looking at their menu here, and they have a bratwurst, 
with green apple kraut and house mustard. House and, mustard. And that sounds delightful, paired with a bucket of Funky Buddha Floridian, which uh, they also do have. Love Funky Buddha. Thanks for the beer you sent me. Yeah. I'm also looking at this and they have a pretzel crusted pork steak. A pre- did, did you say pretzel crusted pork steak? Yes. Yeah. It's schnitzel style, which means that it's like uh, butterflied and it has caper brown butter and it has a fried egg on top with a German potato salad. What? Yes. Why don't I have this restaurant in my area? <laughs> Does that sound good or what? I'm going to order Uber Eats from that in Miami. Yeah. But I'm looking at this menu. It's great. Uh, I, I encourage everybody get down there. If the Dolphins don't win. Have a nice meal. Have a few beers. Talk to me just, if you want. Just Treat everybody, as long as you worship everybody on the Five Reasons Network as if we are the celebrities that we are. But another interesting thing that's going to be happening, of course, is the game. And the Dolphins, what? yeah, the Dolphins are seven and a half point underdog. I thought you were going to say that like it was seven and oh. I was like, no, <laughs> sorry. No. We've had quite a few disappointments already. Yeah, but I will tell you who is not seven and oh, but six oh and one. And that's the three YPC account. If you go... If you go to our Twitter account, I post a bet there every Thursday that I actually do make with my own money. And you could see it there. Like you see it every single week. I bet $125 on a game. Well, that account is 6-0-1 this year. We're trying to go undefeated. And I will have a bet on this game for tomorrow. In other words, beers are on ALF. All you have to do is show up at the watch party. No, they're not. (laughs) You can put a beer on him. Like, but there's a but there is a way that you can also partake in the bet that I will give out tomorrow and try to ride my undefeated wave. Hey. Yes. And that's with Bet DSI. And here's Simon to tell you about it. So you hear me bang on about this every week, but it is time for Bet DSI. They are our excellent sponsors. If you are a gambling person, I am not, but if you are, then these are the guys you need to go to. Why? Well, most people seem to bet online these days and most people seem to bet on their phones. So they have an outstanding mobile interface. They've been in the game for 20 years and pretty much they dominate the market because they are the best at what they do. And they're going to offer you essentially free cash, which you cannot grumble at. So in the modern era, in the modern day, who is going to turn their nose up at free money? I certainly wouldn't. You certainly wouldn't. And if you do, then you are a moron. And frankly, you know my opinion about morons. So get in the game. These Bet DSI boys, they don't mess about. You want to put a bet on. You want to go down the track. You want to bet on football. You want to bet on the NCAA. I mean, next weekend, November 3rd, the, the games in the NCAA are ridiculous. College football, there's about 15 absolute classics. It's going to be one of the great weekends. Get your bets on now with the guys at Bet DSI. Esports, MMA, boxing. I mean, there's a great Deontay Wilder against uh, Tyson Fury coming up. The Premier League is back this weekend after the international break. Want a line on it? They've got a line on it. They'll get you a bet on it. They even do like presidential stuff. I bet they even do the Oscars. They've got everything. So join today. Use the code, code YARDS101. That's YARDS, Y-A-R-D-S, YARDS101. One, get in the game, get paid today, get free dollars for betting, free dollars for betting. A couple of weeks ago, Florida State, Miami, if you put £100 on Miami to win and Miami lost, you'd get your $100 back. I said 100 quid, I'm English. You get your $100 back. You don't even lose anything. Astonishing value. BetDSI.com, they are the people to bet with. Okay, and we're back. And of course, go to BetDSI. Just piggyback my bet. You know, I'm undefeated. If you haven't been picking backing me all year, 
you've lost money. Imitation is the finest form of flattery. Of course. Now watch. I'm going to get all our listeners to piggyback my bet tomorrow, and I'm probably going to lose. And this there goes the my undefeated streak. Watch party and then give them shit when the Dolphins are losing by 14 in the third quarter. Exactly. Although, if they score a touchdown, they'll cover. Uh, <laughs> spoiler alert. Spoiler alert where I might be going with the bet. But anyway, we have Thursday night football. If we were at home, really, really comfortable about this game tomorrow. But we're not. We're on the road. And the reason I don't feel comfortable about this, because road teams, I always thought, go on the road on a Thursday night and they just go get killed. But you looked up the stats since Thursday night football started. And what did you find? So uh, evidently home teams on Thursday night football are only, well, I say Thursday night, but Thursday football, because that includes Thanksgiving. Hey, a short week is a short week. I don't care. Yeah. Um, home teams on Thursday football are only about 58% over the last 20 years, only about 59% in the last 10 years. So obviously a little bit of an uptick, but I think those trends actually approach what home teams are in general. So, um, so I, there's nothing there. There's no there, there. Right. Um, so I think that uh, I think there might be something there with respect to covering, uh, and I didn't look at spreads. I didn't analyze that, um, but certainly I, we don't care about the spread, and we just want the W. So uh, so if 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 the Dolphins come away with with the W, I'm happy, and uh, the home team only wins about 58 percent of the time. So got a shot. Yeah, but what do you think overall as far as Thursday night football? Because I'll tell you right now what I think of it. I think it's it's a joke. I um, love it. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding again. I love it. I think it's a complete and utter joke. They have a way to make Thursday night football actually good football and not actually be a game that injures people. Playing Madden against each other? No. It's very simple. All they have to do is extend the football season. You extend the football season and give teams that compete on Thursday night a bye week before uh, the Thursday night. You can do it. All you have to do is give every NFL team two buys in a season, and mm. you can strategically place them as long as nobody plays two Thursday night games in a season, which, you know, nobody should. So if you did that, you could actually have teams go into a Thursday night game off of a bye, and it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, which in my opinion it is right now. Didn't they once have us do like a London game and then not come back for a Thursday night game immediately, but like maybe a Thursday night game 10 days after the London game or something like that? I, I want to say they did that to us once because we get screwed that way. I know we do. Yeah, well, uh, we played three games on the road on Thursday night in a row, yeah. and the score well, is 98 them, 14 us in those three games. <laughs> so that's awful. Yeah, that's not good. But uh, all that said, we're going to predict them to win. Mm. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. <laughs> but yeah, I just think it's just an awful thing. And if the NFL competition committee gets their way, they voted on this, I think, a couple of years ago about adding another bye week. And they said no. I don't know why not. Because you get to extend the NFL season, you get more revenue. Mm. You might, be, you might even be able to add games, get rid of two preseason games, go to an 18-game season, just draw it out, add more bye weeks. Like, what's wrong with that? Some college teams have two bye weeks, one mm -hmm. at the NFL. So, 
yeah, I absolutely hate Thursday night football. And to be honest with you, most of the time it's pretty bad football. You got to get extremely lucky and have two teams like you had earlier in the season when you had the Rams and the Vikings, which in my opinion, that's probably a preview of the NFC championship game this year. You had to get pretty lucky to get them on that night. And still the game ended up becoming a trap meet track meet because nobody could stand up by the end of the game. So yeah, I absolutely hate Thursday night football. I just hate how on, on Thursday night when the game is going down on Twitter, all I'm going to hear about is how awful the game is. Uh, and I'm talking about when the Dolphins are not playing. So this, this has nothing to do with the Dolphins, I swear. But all, all I keep hearing is that this is an awful game. This is an awful game. Even when it's not an awful game, because now they're saying this is, this is an awful game, but they're doing it, like, sarcastically to, like, rub it into all the people that kept saying this is an awful game. Yeah. Uh, so, like, uh, that's all I keep hearing all, over and over again. It's like – most people being like, ah, oh, this is awful. The NFL shouldn't have Thursday night games. And then when it does turn out to be an interesting game, like the the other smartest guys in the room stepping up and being like, oh, this is so awful. Like, you know, okay. Uh, I'm tired of the argument. I'm tired of the injuries. I'm tired of hearing about it. I'm tired of trying to pick it. I'm tired of getting my pick them in early, like Wednesday. Like, oh, I got to do that shit right now, actually. Um, on Wednesday, because of this Thursday night game, you know what I'm really tired of is the friggin' London games, and that's going to bother me too. But uh, but as long as the Dolphins don't have one, and you know we can just move Jackson Jacksonville there permanently, and, and nobody will care. How how would that work anyway? Because they're actually talking about like that's going to happen. Like yeah. the Jaguars might actually move to London. So teams have to get on planes now every week and cross the Atlantic to go play the Jaguars. I think they can meet halfway and like you know in Bermuda. Islands or something. They could meet in Bermuda. Put a stadium in Bermuda. Let's do a stadium in Bermuda. That would be sweet. <laughs> you know, have the Bermuda the Bermuda Jaguars. It would make perfect sense. and just videoed. Yes, just have them play like, like in a field with no stands, no nothing, just a field. A stadium in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> yes, like a floating stadium. Oh, yeah. that would be so great. You could really test their balance. Well, of course a game will be played and we will talk about it as soon as we come back from break. But first these words. Hey juice. So October is here. And in my mind, that means only one thing. It is almost time for my favorite event of the year and no big surprise, but it's an OJ McDuffie. Hey, you know, a big set the 17th annual signature grand ghoul presented by Calvin Giordano and associates will take place on Monday, October 29th. And once again, benefits 211 Broward, an amazing charity. We were transforming the signature grand into a 100,000 square foot mansion for the sickest Halloween costume party in South Florida. And this costume party is for the grown folk, not the kids. Yeah. We're talking open bar, amazing food, dancing, silent auction, and of course, contests and prizes for the most incredible costumes. And since the fish tank will be all up in the ghoul, as will a bunch of other hosts from our Five Reasons Sports family, let's do a little something special for the listeners. So what we need you to do is post a photo in your all-time greatest Halloween costume, tag your favorite Five Reasons Sports podcast, and use the hashtag DiveIntoTheGhoul. And the top four costumes will have a chance to win two tickets to the Signature Grand Ghoul on that October 29th. For more information on how you can join OJ and me at the Signature Grand Ghoul, visit 211-Broward.org and call 954-390-0493 and ask for Tracy.
And we're back. And let me tell you about our great sponsor, BetQL. Want to get an edge over Vegas and the books? BetQL is available for download, and it's the only mobile app that puts all the important research you need to make smart bets in one place. With BetQL, you can easily access line movement to see how the lines have moved. This app gives you access to public betting trends in real time so you can see which side the public favors. BetQL's powerful algorithm gives users value bets of the day based off of detailed recent and historical trends. You can also calculate your return on your picks and track them throughout the day. The best part of all, you can download BetQL for free from your Apple or Android device. Head to betql.co to download the only app you need to outsmart Vegas. That's betql.co. BetQL is brought to you by the creators of RotoQL, the leading daily fantasy lineup optimizer trusted by 100,000 DFS players. You can also download RotoQL for free for both Apple and Android. And let me give you a little tidbit from BetQL. They mm-hmm. have right now, and you could give me your opinion of this. Hit me with it. They have 59.5% of the public betting the Dolphins at plus what? seven and a half. Yes. Are you guys daft? <laughs> Did you not just hear us read off that, that, like how we've been outscored 98 to 14 or whatever it is on Thursday night? Thursday, what is it, Thursday? The, three, the last three Thursday games have all been away games for us. So yeah, all three. All away games. But good God, people. And they were against the Patriots, the Bengals, and the Ravens, which and by were the way, like three all have tough places to play at. That's true, but all have pretty good defenses. And where are we going now? Houston, who has a pretty good defense? Yeah, they're really, really, really good. And we're going to get into them right now. Yeah. Now, the people must really love that seven and a half number. And I got to be honest with you, I kind of like it because the Dolphins could get killed in this game. And still going, only lose by you're seven. Going, you're six zero and one, and you're going with it. So that's 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 what, all I need to hear. Yeah, yeah. But let's get right into the Texans' defense. I heard today on an ESPN. Well, I didn't hear. I read it on an ESPN Insider piece. They talked about guys that could be available for trade. And mm-hmm. when I read this name, I said, "A what?" I heard that Whitney Merciless could be available for trade. Oh, that makes sense. The Houston Texans linebacker. What do you make of it? Would you have interest, first of all? You know, I was never that big of a fan of his, even coming out of the draft. I know he's been pretty fairly productive as a pro, but, um, you know, I just – I don't know that I'm an overly big fan. Obviously, he's available because when you have Jadavian Clowney working the right side already, now Whitney, you know, he's 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 right outside linebacker in their 3-4 defense, Jadavian is. And um, and that's what Whitney Merciless is supposed to be. Is You know, he's kind of more of a right outside linebacker than he is a, uh, a left. And they're using him on the left now. And that's actually one of the interesting things that will – you know, we'll get into and we'll talk about uh, for the Dolphins game, but um, you know, I'm not I'm not sure that it's just going to work out for him. Uh, you know, playing playing on the left and playing really well, I, I would want to. You know, he's a speed guy, mm-hmm. and you'd want to you want to keep him keep him used on the on the right hand side. Um, but you know, we'll see. And also, I I, I take it that there's some uh, injury stuff with him uh, as well. So, and he's no spring chicken. He's you know. It's 28. It'll be 29 next year. So um, I don't know if I'd be interested. I, I'm not. I'm not terribly surprised. But I look at their defense, and of course, you know everybody knows about JJ Watt and mm-hmm. Jadavian Clowney. But there's a couple of guys here. Uh, one old favorite of mine, Taren Matthew. Mm-hmm. I always thought it was Taren Matho. 
And you're saying that like you are as high as he was in LSU. <laughs> but they do have a couple of guys that I was a big fan of coming out and mm-hmm. as free agents. One of them is Aaron Colvin. I know you're not a fan. Mm, no, I'm not, not, not a fan. I think maybe Simon disliked him more than, more than I did. Okay. I wanted him on our team when he was yeah. available. Uh, they actually paid him a little bit more than I thought he was worth. But, I think, and Simon's. I think his point there was because uh, he's a slot. He's a slot guy, right? And yeah. And you know, we had Bobby McCain, and Simon's been a big, pretty big fan of Bobby McCain for a long time, and I, I think reasonably so, so. Yeah. Although he was playing slot in Jacksonville, and now he's playing on the boundary in hmm, Houston. So uh, I will let, let's amend this though, because um, uh-huh. Aaron Colvin is their leading snap getter from the slot. He has 100 oh, okay. snaps. Oh, so they're kicking him inside is what they're doing. Yes, but they have an odd defense in that they – and but Kareem Jackson also plays a lot, a lot in the slot, as does Tyran Matthew, so uh, – and and some of the safeties. And yeah. Tyran, I guess is technically a safety, but he's kind of a slot player. He's always been a slot-ish guy. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Well, besides the obvious, which is that they have a backup safety called Mike Tyson, which is the best <laughs> in the NFL, okay? You do notice one guy that – we kind of thought about having here, and he's going to have a pretty big job in this game, and that's Zach Cunningham, because he will be defending Kenyon Drake out of the backfield. I liked him a lot. What are your thoughts of that matchup, and have you seen him play this year? Because I haven't. Can he handle Kenyon Drake? Yeah, I've seen him play a little bit. Um, I think that uh, his his like his actual his actual feel for the coverage is is lagging behind i don't i I don't think it's physical you know i think that i think that he can be got um but i'm still i'm still a fan it's just he's got such good length to him and you know he's 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 got some real ability so anytime if we we start trying to shake Kenyon drake open against him and and it's not working all of a sudden that would not surprise it 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 could play a big role but you know it it depends on what miami tries to do too because again and i i hate to keep bringing this up because i'm always wrong and adam gase never goes to it but um but you know the the houston defense is poor against 12 personnel um mm-hmm. they the, as a as a pass uh as a pass defending team they're they're poor against it they're, there's no other way to put it um and it's one of the better ways to try and um you know run the ball against them i don't think i don't know if we've got stuff against them in 21 personnel which is two running backs and one tight end um or even like you know 20 personnel which is two running backs and, and no tight ends um but in that 12 personnel they're they're giving up a pretty good um a pretty good passer rating they're, they're giving up 104 passer rating out of 12 personnel um wow you know so so i you know there's stuff to be had there so if miami and, and here's the thing we've got kenny stills out we know this we've got um albert wilson obviously he just went on injured reserve so he's out uh so now you've got the guys stepping up in this game are going to be jakeem grant and danny amadola and Vontae parker's going to make his return um you know jakeem grant works really well out of 12 personnel i keep talking about this there's a reason i keep talking about it i think there are 
coverages uh, and, and coverage styles that um, the defense are generally forced into more often when you're bringing, when you're marching uh, 12 personnel out on the field. I think play action becomes a bigger deal in 12 personnel. Um, just a lot of things work really well for Jakeem Grant's strengths on the outside as a speedster because you want to play, you want to play off him so much um, unless you can, unless you, unless you've got, you know, the, the shell coverage and you got cover two safeties and and you can get your corners you know in his face off the line of scrimmage mm-hmm. uh, which which happens but in 12 personnel I don't think I don't think that happens as much um, so so you know these corners want to play off them and when they play off them you've got some things that you can do that to get Kenya Drake bounced to the outside and and making yards on the ground that way. There are several plays you can draw them up. You can you can bring up the video, fifty yard type runs and stuff like that that happen, you know, with this sort of setup. And then not only that, but you know, Jakeem is actually interesting catching the football uh, from that setup. And um, and you know, he's a good blocker. And there's there's a lot of things that you can do. I, I'm, I'm tired of bringing it up because Gase never goes to it. And, uh, and so I'm just, you know, kind of now convincing myself that it's not going to happen. But, um, but you know, one thing that struck me, I don't know what if it strikes you, but, or strikes you, but I looked at the, the Texans and they have a lot of defensive backs and a lot of good ones. Yes. And, um, and you know, that's, that's really striking to me. Uh, because then I, everywhere I was looking among those defensive backs, they were really good, uh, or you know, had really deep. I mean, I should say, you know, full of, you know, not necessarily the all stars and stuff like that, but full of really good ones. And so I, I, I mean, that's that's something that's something to watch. I think they use some dime. They use some dime. They use. Uh, they've done. They spent about uh, forty six snaps in uh, in dime this year. So they will go to it um, because they have a lot of defensive backs. But man, I'm just struck by by how many good ones they have. I have the latest injury report, and it's pretty interesting because it's it for came out for them. It came mm-hmm. out uh, this afternoon, uh, late this afternoon actually, and they ruled seven players out against really? us. Really? Yes. Wow. And here are and here are the guys that are out. And you tell me, tickles your fancy? Two, it's going to be all defensive backs I just named. <laughs> yes, uh, two right away make it interesting to me. One of them is Aaron Colvin. He is out for the game. Uh, so Kareem Jackson has worked in the slot. That's well, and Teran Matthews is a that's a slot. That's a slot guy. Okay, Aaron Colvin is out with an ankle. Kiki Kuti is out for that this way, game. That, okay, that, Zach Fulton. That's QT, by the way, like keeping on the QT. Oh, it's Kiki QT is his name? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, right. he is out. Uh, Zach Fulton is out. Oh, right. that's, the, um, that's the offensive lineman, right? That's, uh, yeah, that's, he's a center guard. Originally from, originally from Tennessee. I wanted him. He was a free agent, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, I th- wasn't he? I want to say he was in Kansas City, and he played a couple of different positions. And actually, you know, just a really solid overall player that can play center, can play guard, but uh, not anymore. Ryan Griffin, tight end, out. Oh, that's that's yeah. interesting because they okay. play a lot of they do, they do a lot of twelve personnel themselves. Yes, they only he, they only play eleven personnel like fifty five to sixty percent of the time, which is low for the NFL this year. Um, so they and and the the formation or the personnel grouping that they use primarily when they're not mm-hmm. doing uh doing 11 personnel which is again one running back one tight end uh is 12 personnel with two tight ends on the field so ryan griffin being out is a big deal for that okay will fuller 
will play. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, he's well, the guy that plays in place of Kiki Cutie um, when, when uh, they kind of have gone back and forth. Because Cutie didn't play the beginning of the year. He kind of came on and just made a huge splash the first game that he played. And so they started playing him more. Um, but the guy that, you know, was supposed to play opposite DeAndre Hopkins was Will Fuller, who has that deep, deep speed. And, of course, uh, Deshaun Watson was on the injury report all week, but he will play. He was traveling to Jacksonville in a bus. I don't know if his you heard long, about that. His yeah. lung uncollapsed itself, I guess. <laughs> yes, which is sounds absolutely awful. The one that got me really, really interested was that he was limited all week. And he's listed as a game time decision, but uh, the everybody's saying he will play, and that's DeAndre Hopkins. Oh yeah. Okay. Now yeah, he, he always annoys me because I didn't think he was going to be that good. Yeah. For us, AJ just, Derby has popped up as questionable now, no longer doubtful, which is interesting. Oh, well, that's an upgrade. Okay. Charles Harris, Kenny Stills, Ryan Tannehill, of course, are out. Mike Gesicki is questionable, but they're saying he will play. So, well, before we move on to the offense, uh, just wrap up the defense for us, Chris. How do the Dolphins attack it? How should they attack it? Well, you know, it's interesting because um, they something that they do uh, a lot of is they use a lot of um, one defensive lineman, uh, you know, personnel out there. Um, mm-hmm. So they'll, they'll like they'll head out there with only like one actual defensive lineman out there sometimes, and and it's kind of it's kind of interesting um, if, if you think about it. Otherwise, you know, normally you think. They're just going to do two, um, but uh, but they do. They, I mean, obviously it's going to be JJ Watt. Um, but they have the real defense alignment on the field are J or on the team are JJ Watt, DJ Reader, Angelo Blackson, and uh, Brandon Dunn, and um, and those guys. You know, sometimes sometimes there's only just Watt out there, and uh, and that's that's interesting. You, you should be able to run against them. I think that Miami. So this is this is a game where if they don't go with the 12 personnel and try and pass on on Houston, um, I could kind of see it a little bit because the Houston defense is allowing uh, about a 98 passer rating against other teams, uh, 11 personnel, uh, 12 touchdowns and only three interceptions. Mm-hmm. Uh, against 11 personnel so um so that's you know that's encouraging from our standpoint because even though we keep trying to predict it every week Adam Gase just goes almost exclusively 11 personnel every week too so um so that's that's encouraging uh that's that's something it's also it's also their worst run defense against 11 personnel and Mm -hmm. one of the things that Miami is particularly good at is running the football out of 11 personnel so um so that's actually a positive matchup matchup I mean if you think that we're going to win this game and they're are some reasons i mean again my models popped us out as as possibly being the favorite in this game all right let's move on to the texans offense obviously the the engine is deshaun watson Mm -hmm. how has he played this year last year when he got injured it was Mm -hmm. popular for people to say that he was the runaway rookie of the year uh people that dug a little bit deeper and i did dig dig a little bit deeper he made, some- uh, he made some horrific decisions in most of those games, even the ones that he played really, really well. How yeah. is he playing this year for those that haven't seen him play this year? You know, it actually reminds me, though, what it reminds me of is um, is Ben Roethlisberger when he was a young quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, he was winning games, and he was doing well. But he used to make poor decisions at a really high rate. Uh, uh, you know, not like, not like now. Um, 
and that's that's sort of what what Deshaun Watson reminds me of. I mean, he does he does well, uh, and and they can they win. And in fact, I mean, if you look at their schedule and their strengths and weaknesses as a team, they're gonna. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna win some games for, for the rest of the year. Yes, probably. they are. Now, Lamar Miller is he part of their identity still, or is it really just about Deshaun Watson yeah, and trying to work him with his wide receivers? I don't know if he ever really was the um, you know a big part of their identity uh, since he since he got there. He's, he's he's averaging less than four yards a carry. I mean, it's it's not it's certainly not very encouraging for him. Uh, and he's and that's the second year in a row that he's done that. But the, the thing that the only thing to worry about really is that he does have breakaway speed. Several times this year, going all the way back to preseason, is you know we're the Dolphins are liable to go out there with a complete wrong run fit with eight men in the box, and uh, and before you know it, when that running back springs into the second level, there's no other level because yes. uh, because the deep middle you know our deep middle safeties are not um, are not doing well uh being uh being the you know last line of defense in those situations you know i'm sure matt burke is is driven up a wall by what happened last week uh with the run fits and so he's probably he's probably drilling them pretty hard on this stuff question is doesn't matter yeah now as far as when we are on defense and they are on offense how do you suspect they will seek to attack us um well like i said they uh they use a lot of 12 personnel and that's bad news for our defense because our defense doesn't defend 12 personnel very well. Yeah, so it's it's you know it, it's kind of a mixed bag. I think I think they're going to hit us that way, um, and I think that it, you know chances are it's going to work. But um, but then again, this is a short week Thursday night game, and usually often we get terrible offense. And yeah, uh, and usually it's a, it's about being on a Thursday. It's hard to install an entire playbook for 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 a Thursday night game. Uh, uh, most fans don't know this, but most teams, when they go to a Sunday game and you have a full week of practice, you're going out there armed with about 88 to 95 plays, and you usually narrow it down to somewhere around 70 that you'll mm-hmm. give your offense. For a Thursday night game, it's probably going to be somewhere around 45 to 50, yeah. okay? So it's going to be pretty well condensed. Okay, one last thing before we get to predictions. DeAndre Hopkins, is this the game where we have Xavier Howard just follow him everywhere, right to the bench, to the bathroom? If he goes to his car, Xavier Howard should be there. Does he travel all game with DeAndre Hopkins? I think that um, they've already done that, um, I think, more than once. Uh, they did it twice. Was, they did it twice. Matt, that was what Matt Burke complained about when uh, – when Corey McTire was getting burned so badly against the Chicago Bears, mm-hmm. um, so I think if if you're gonna if you've already broken if you've already broken that open twice, then why wouldn't you break that open against DeAndre Hopkins? Mm-hmm. This is one of the more talented players that you're gonna face all year. You want them? They're already talking trash to one another. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna match up. They're gonna play matchup, and and that's. That's what DeAndre Hopkins, he's going to be facing Xavier Howard much more often than not. The more, the one I'm worried about, though, is Will Fuller with that deep speed. Yes. We talked about this last week. You know, at one point, Bobby McCain is going to stop getting lucky and going to get torched deep. 
by somebody that has the deep speed. And, um, and so we were wondering if that would happen last week against the Detroit Lions. Well, it did, but Bobby sort of like, you know, he took matters into his own hands literally and drew the penalty flag. Yeah, I think it's going to be a really, really interesting game. Uh, not the usual Thursday night fair for the Miami Dolphins on the road. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be a little tighter than people are used to. You know, they're on the road, so this is – not when they're probably going to buck the trend, but these poor starts have to stop. Uh, I mean, they, they've got to figure this out. This is, this is the thing. This is the biggest impediment to Adam Gase being a good – forget being a good head coach, being a good offensive coordinator for the Miami Dolphins. Yes. Uh, or play caller is, is this, this slow start garbage. Uh, and if you look at it, I posted something on Twitter that it was a graph of, uh, of sort of the Dolphins' average points per drive on uh, on a rolling on a rolling basis by by drive in the game you know drive mm-hmm. number one in the game drive number two in the game drive number three um and it's it is a it is a straight up you know ascending line that starts out really poor at like one point per drive at the beginning of the game and ends up more like uh more like two and a half two to two and a half points per drive uh, which is which is good, um, and so it, and it and it's totally not like that for the NFL average. The NFL average is flat uh, mm-hmm. or virtually flat. So and and you also see I, I saw another graph that uh, somebody somebody we know uh, posted that showed passing yards per attempt mm-hmm. uh, by pass number by you know uh, your your pass number in the game like it's your first pass in the game or it's your second pass in the game all the way through to like your fiftieth pass in the game or something like that. Mm-hmm. And trend, the trend for Miami, the yards per attempt is another ascending upward climb. So Adam Gase is one of the top in-game adjusters in the league. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he really is. He, I mean, that's not something people always like to criticize this, and I, I don't think they're talking out of their ass most of, most of the time. But um, he really is one of the best in-game adjusters in the league. But the beginning of games, his offenses suck. And I don't think that those two have to be married to one another. I think that you can improve his beginning in game importance or uh, you know potency uh, while still keeping the fact that he's a good in game adjuster and can keep your offense salty later in the game. So they need to figure that out, and whether that that might mean Dowell Logan's uh, Logan, sorry, taking a bigger um, a bigger you know, role at the beginning of the, the games with his play with play calling. I noticed that his play calling in the final preseason game, they got off to a very fast start. Yeah. Um, and, and they were, they looked effective, right. And it was, it was like a breath of fresh air compared to what we're used to seeing mm-hmm. um, Adam Gase's play calling and Adam Gase's offenses uh, going all the way back to Chicago uh, in 2015. Uh, so, you know, that's the question. They're not going to be a good team until they fix this. So um, they can, they got to start figuring it out. All right, prediction time. I have Simon's prediction, and I'll give it to you right now. He has the Miami Dolphins winning 21-20 to 20 over the Houston Texans. As far as I'm concerned, I am betting the Miami Dolphins. I really? will take the seven and a half points no, that uh, they're giving me. Who cares about the points? Are they going to win the game, man? They are not going to win the game. Okay. That's the problem. If this okay. game were in Hard Rock Stadium – I would pound the table right now and tell you, take the Miami Dolphins' money line. They'll win by 10 points. They are not playing at home. They're playing on the road. They're playing on a Thursday night. They have some injuries. 
they're going to have to reinvent themselves a little bit here. They're going to have to be extremely disciplined, which I don't think that they can be. But I think the game is going to be a little closer than what most people think. I think they lose 23-16. to 16. Chris? Really, in this game, there's too much going against them. I, I said – I kind of alluded to the three – earlier it's sort of like the triple whammy uh the dolphins kind of suck on the road the dolphins kind of suck on short week games and the dolphins kind of suck on on prime time and you know even when it's not a short week game they suck on prime time uh so this is this is a triple whammy against a good defense that you know kind of approximates some of the good defenses that they played in some of those other thursday night games where they got just absolutely blown out of the water. So why would I predict the Dolphins to win in this game? I, it just doesn't, you know, I can't just go with my heart here and, and say Dolphins forever. Um, I'm, I got to say the Dolphins are going to lose this game. And, you know, when they, when they lose, it's, it's one out of three. They played three road games. They, they uh, won a tight one against the Jets. They lost a tight one. Um, against the Bengals, and then they got blown out of the water by the New England Patriots. So we've gotten all three of those out of the way. So now it's like kind of random which one is going to come up here. Well, probably more likely the blown out of the water. So I'm going to say, you know, let's go with 28 to 7. And I think that this is not going to look good. Hopefully next week when we join you, we'll be talking about a surprise win. I hope so. But till then. Thanks for listening to Three Yards Per Caddy. You can subscribe via iTunes, on Podbean, or your usual podcast provider. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.